Welcome back. We have an interstate tragedy, a couple of bills of note that passed the state Senate, and a program to pardon marijuana misdemeanors with very few people partaking. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. A woman died earlier this week when she rolled her SUV on Interstate 5920 in Jefferson County, Alabama, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. Aderica Finley was 24 years old and lived in Pleasant Grove. She also was pregnant, and before she passed away, her baby, a boy named Dallas, was delivered by emergency C-section. Aderica's mom, Lisa Finley, said she actually received a phone call from her daughter while she was driving, saying that she couldn't stop the vehicle. Lisa said she heard the single vehicle wreck. She was able to spend some time at the hospital with her daughter before she died. Lisa Finley, quote, I told her I needed her to fight, and I loved her, and Dallas needed her. She had a tear roll out of her left eye, so that let me know she heard me, but I guess God needed her more. Dallas was on a respirator and hanging in there so far. He weighed five pounds, seven and a half ounces at birth. A bill declaring that college athletes can receive compensation for their name, image, and likeness passed the Alabama Senate by a vote of 26 to 0, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. That bill had already passed the House. It was sponsored by Representative Kyle South, a Fayette Republican, and now it goes back to the House after some tweaking. Now, the NCAA will need to adopt rules that allow student athletes at member institutions to profit off their names and rules that lay out how it will govern the process. The NCAA also has said that it wishes that states wouldn't pass their own laws, but that Congress would pass a bill so that laws would be the same in every state. But good luck putting that genie and all its political capital back in the bottle. Other states have moved forward with their own bills, and Representative South said that his bill would make sure that Alabama universities are not left at a disadvantage in recruiting. I'll now pause so the nation can worry about Nick Saban's ability to recruit. Officials at both Alabama and Auburn have expressed support for the bill. The Alabama legislative session is in full swing, and we haven't had a chance to mention lotteries and casinos in, like, forever, at least a week. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that the Alabama Senate has approved legislation that would allow voters to decide whether they want a lottery in casinos. It's an annual ritual, and given that in 2020 the session was cut short by the COVID-19 pandemic, it's only fitting that we would make two runs at legalized gambling in 2021. This, of course, is run at legalized gambling number two. The main bill is sponsored by State Senator Jim McClendon, a Springville Republican. The original bill would have allowed voters to decide whether they want a lottery. However, late Tuesday, the Senate adopted a substitute bill that added six casinos and it passed 23 to 9. It would put casinos at Greyhound Tracks in Birmingham, Mobile, Greene County, and Macon County, and also one in either DeKalb or Jackson County in northeast Alabama, plus one in Houston County at the crossing at Big Creek Bingo Hall. That's the place there on 231, a few miles south of Cowboys. Now, yes, this bill does sound an awful lot like the one that was rejected by the Senate last month. On Tuesday night, the Senate also passed the accompanying bill that puts the lottery and casinos into a proposed constitutional amendment so that you and I can vote on it come election time. The bills now go to the Alabama House. The city of Birmingham, for more than a year now, has offered a program to help people who have been convicted of marijuana misdemeanors to get pardons. It was estimated that the program could help 6,000 people get those convictions off their records and out of their background checks that potential bosses might see. 
which could be a nice little boost for a job seeker. Problem seems to be getting people with marijuana misdemeanors to apply. AL.com's Amy Yurkinen reports that only 56 people have applied for the program. And among those, many came from people who were arrested and charged outside the city of Birmingham, which it does not cover. Eight more didn't meet the criteria for a pardon, and 11 others are still under review. And once you whittle all those down, you see that the program has helped not 6,000 people, but nine people. The city is now trying to better publicize the program. Meanwhile, some are saying the process is just too difficult to follow. Justin Streakle of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, quote, seeing that it requires mailing in an application, including a copy of their social security card and an ID, and that it initiates a background check, this is a pretty onerous process, end quote. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com. 